Hello there. So, <laughs> why are you jacking off with cat? I oh. mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually thinking about marketing. I was Sorry, though, no copyright infringement. Okay. Okay, listen, the first quarter of 2023 is over this weekend. And then the second quarter is just about to begin. So, listen, we all started out this year all fired up. We was naming and claiming. We was manifesting. We was all out here talking up. It's me season because we heard Issa Rae say it and it sounded like really cute. And we was like, we want some of that. But if you're like me, that initial like sprint or victory lap, you know, you know. Um, it's starting to turn into a slow jog. I'm as tired. I shouldn't be this tired, but I was tired. And listen, I just don't know. The question is like, okay, everything we want is out there and it's possible. The real question is how do we maintain our energy, our stamina, our perseverance, our passion, all of these things to keep us going in these wild times, and they are wild, okay? Uh, and to keep us reaching out like a toddler in Walmart or Target, depending on your persuasion, until we have that dream actually in our hands. It's tough. I know. I understand. I'm here with you. I'm talking to myself. So if the dream that you had in January that you were shouting about and telling everybody about and going off about are starting to sound like a whisper, don't trip. Don't even worry. We got you. This episode is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is a mother and a daughter truthful chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs. Not only are we family, but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman. Welcome to Truthful Chat. Hey. <laughs> Designed to be 20 minutes or less. Sometimes more. Sometimes more, depending. But the whole point is to engage us in the practice of creating generational wellness, the ongoing practice of that. So there's more about that um, beneath the video. So each month we have a create generational wellness theme. And on our Thursday night truthful chat, we kind of unpack that theme just a little bit, dig a little deeper into it. And so the theme for March is believe. This is the last Thursday of it's March. It's actually the I last Thursday of March. Um, and today's episode is believe, plan, and act. Because believe is an action word. All right. Today we are discussing ideas on how to believe in your plans and take action to get there. Big facts, big facts. So listen, all month we've been talking about like reining in our passions to believe in the things that you know we want for ourselves, whether it's our family relationships, our aspirations, our goals, our dreams, our values, all this stuff. We've been looking past our sight, you know, of our daily activities and our regular lives. And we're looking into the visions that our imaginations are trying to give us. They're trying to reveal something to us because we've been interrogating our possibilities all month. Like, what do we believe? What do we think is actually possible? What can we do? And we've been like mining our lives. This is the gold rush era of our lives um, to find the gold of wonder and joy and fulfillment. It felt so achievable as a kid in our childhood, but gotta remember that little boy, that little girl inside of you is still there trying to tell your adult self don't settle for this 
going to work every day and just doing regular things and paying bills. All that is great. Nobody's hating. Yes, it Take is. care of your kids. <laughs> Listen, okay? I understand. We are, we out here with you. Okay? <laughs> but there's more than that to life. You had dreams and goals and aspirations when you were a kid, and we don't want you to lose sight of that. So don't settle for safe. Shout out to Sarah Jakes Roberts. All right. So okay. everything starts with your belief first. That's why we've been talking about it all month. But after that, I'm a I'm a acts of service kind of girl. So even in believing, I'm looking for what's the plan? What's the action? How is it going to all come together? Um, it's an action word and it's an essential aspect of achieving your goals, right? So um, actions are, you put them all together, belief, plan, and action. I think they're kind of like first cousins. You know how you're real close with your first cousin. Y'all always there for each other, this, that, and the other. But when you put them all together, then this is going to be some passion and some motivation and some energy that can help drive your goals forward and help you create a roadmap. And then that roadmap is going to help you navigate on your way to success. All right. It's going to give you direction. It's going to give you focus. It's going to give you a sense of purpose. And it provides the framework for your actions to get to the desired outcome. <clears throat> However, planning enough is not planning alone is not enough. The primary key to achieving your goals is to now start to take the action. Action is the bridge between your plans and your success because you could be thinking about it and planning for it all day long. But if Make you sense. don't start taking some steps toward getting there, you're going to be stuck. All right. So it's the foundation of achieving your goals. And it's like putting gas in your car. It's like the full fuel in your car that will get it going. So that's why it's really important to have a planning process that goes along with your goals. All right. So this is a little roadmap visual for your goals map. If you're listening to this, uh, make sure you check out the YouTube page to see it. But it's pretty much a goals map. Um, which we got from this lovely, uh, amazing coach. And so it's talking about what your goals are, um, wanting you to stay focused, to take action, to review how well it's going. Like it's really you checking in, like as you keep taking action, as you're going on this journey, are you enjoying the destination and the process of what it is that you're doing? Or are you just like kind of screaming like, oh Lord, get me out of here. Um, because that's that's not that's how I feel Sunday. Oh no, that's how I felt today, this morning. Oh my gosh! Uh, so I I completely uh have compassion today. You just like I don't know, fam. I don't know if it's gonna work. Y'all always catch us on Thursday, which is after we've had therapy. So we have kind of we be in our uh rawest form and state. We go up and down. So you so with all of that same planning, um, a part of that is there's sort of like a preliminary step in this sort of like preparation planning. But you may have heard this before. Um particularly if you went to college. I feel like that was always preaching this to us, but you may have heard it in another context. And if you haven't, oh yeah, work. Definitely work. Well, corporate work. Um, And if you haven't, then huh, that's what we're here for, uh, to give you this information. So usually uh, when people are um, starting to put a plan together, most experts say that part of the process, they urge you to create what are called SMART goals. Actually, let let me get my face out of here so you can read it. So these smart goals 
Also for the listeners, again, go on the YouTube channel and watch this episode. If not, I'm going to read it to you. So SMART goals is an acronym. They're specific. So it's what exactly are you trying to achieve? Being as specific about that as possible. Measurable. How will you know when you achieved it? Will you have finished the paper, written the book, did the thing thing? I don't know. Whatever it is. Did three straight months of podcasts. Listen, hello, <laughs> shout out to us. Um, is it attainable? Is it like a genuinely possible thing to achieve? Like, don't pick something that you have no experience in and nothing you ain't never did before. I'm not saying it can't happen for you, but just maybe start a little smaller than that. Um, the R and smart goals is it relevant? Does it contribute to your in this example, it says your agent agency's revenue growth, but really in is your it, life, does it apply to you? Is you it relevant to, to your particular goal? or dream, or whatever it is that you're working towards. And is it time bound? When do you want to achieve this by? Is it a, don't do a day or 24 hours unless you're just going to cram in the session. But usually, like, is it going to happen in a week, two weeks, three months from now, three years from now, a year from now? Like, you got to make sure that it is time bound because planning gives you time to think about challenges and obstacles ahead of time because things finna come up. It always does. Mm-hmm. And you get to develop strategies to overcome these things. So planning is like you know, everybody is always making plans. You can't plan one time and be like, I'm good. Not at least when it comes to dreams and goals. If you're doing a specific event, sure. But even within that, it's going to change because things be changing. Um, planning is not a one-time event. You got to like do it continuously and it requires regular review and adjustment. Just like I said on that um, uh, roadmap uh, slide to just like make sure that you're checking in to make sure that things are going the way that you want them to go. Yeah. For sure. So it basically all comes down to preparation, and that's the first step to success. Um, it's all about analyzing your current situation to figure out where you are now and what a possible plan of action could be. So again, another model that a lot of people use in business terms is called the SWOT analysis, and I'm sure many of you have heard of that before, and it stands for and uh, SWAT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Mm-hmm. All right. And then once you identify these, then you now start to develop strat- strategies that can help you improve uh, to capitalize on the strengths, make good use of the strengths that you already have, improve on the weaknesses, seize the opportunities. If you see an opportunity that's out there, go for it. And it's something that you can you can do. Absolutely seize the opportunity, but also be aware of the threat. Be aware of like, if I move forward to do this, is there a potential threat involved? That's all, all right? the stuff that be coming up that I was talking That's about. That's the obstacles, the things that pop up. And if you think about it ahead of time, nine times out of 10, you can make a plan for how to get around it. Or if this happens, then I'm going to do this. If then statements, well, if this happens, then I'm going to do this. And if this happens, then this could possibly happen. And so it's always better, you know, to kind of be prepared for that. All right. So having this analysis will help you chart a course of action. You can break down your goals into clearly defined tasks that allow you to focus exactly on what you need to do to get to your goal. All right. The actions can be small. They can be large. Some of them are going to be big actions. Some of them are going to be small, but nevertheless, they're kind of task oriented and it depends on how intense your goal may be, or how many other people are involved. Is it just you who's working on, on it? Who's on the team? All of those things come into 
impact when you're talking about the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. One of the weaknesses might be you don't have enough team members to do everything that BS sometimes that you need to do. That's, and that's why I'm tired. That's the story of our life here. But anyway, this process um, will work better if you set the deadlines, as we talked about before. Time is important. Deadline. Create milestones to track your progress. Like, you know, okay, I did that. Okay, what's the next thing? And then move on to the next thing. Put in the work, even when it feels uncomfortable or inconvenient. And let me tell you, there are many days. Many days. Many days where it feels uncomfortable and inconvenient. Dedicate the time, the effort, the resources towards your goals, and then put the plan into practice. Not all at one time, because you have to remember, you got to get from point A. You don't go from point A to point Z. You go point A, point B. Point C, point D. Maybe if those work out well, you might be able to skip E and F, but then you still got to go. Might be. The one. You might be. Um, and that requires taking a look at what you're doing and making the necessary adjustments. All right. So one practical way to clear a plan of action is like Jessica mentioned before, is to build a roadmap. I'm going to pull it back up. A roadmap provides a step-by-step -step guide to how you're going to get to where you're going. You know, we all have GPS. It's like a version okay, of GPS. Okay, what Remember the Thomas Guide guide? Thank God. I'm going to talk about that Thomas Guide because I'm going to tell you what it helped you do. Okay. The Thomas Guide helped you. For those who are young and don't know what a Thomas Guide It was. used to be this book, roadmap. a roadmap of all of LA. When I first moved here back in 19, whatever, 91, 92, 90, I had a, a, a Thomas Guide and it was torn up because I would always look at it to find if this route that I'm planning to go on is blocked, what's another way that I can get to the destination That's that I planning, have? Thinking so that ahead. is planning. That's laying out the roadmap. And it helped me learn to get around L.A. Anywhere I'm going in L.A., I probably know at least three different ways to get there. Right. Because so and that was that's the importance of laying out. A roadmap or a plan. GPS has us all spoiled. But you know, you you're gonna run into some detours. You're gonna get on the 405 and it told you to go that way, and you're gonna be like, oh my never I, get on the I don't want to go this way. What's another way to go? And so if you have an alternate plan already mapped out, then you know you can move over and go down Sepulveda or you can go up through the canyon go and come back down Mount Holland on the other side. There's a myriad of ways to be able to get around. If you kind of think ahead and make a plan. And that's the same with what you're doing with your goal and your destination. You might think A is going to work, but it might not. B might work a little bit better. A combination of B and C might work a little bit better. So, again, think about these things. I feel like uh, Diana Ross and Mahogany. Do you know where you're, you're going, going to? Like you got to know where you're going. And then you can figure out the best route and the best strategy. You like the plans that life is showing you. Sorry. What are we talking about, right? Shout that'll out to preach. Slade for always uh, doing great. That, that'll preach. All right. Um, the strategies might develop, might have a detour at times, but the contingency plan, it'll it'll take away your stress if you know your that anxiety. you already have a backup plan in mind built for this. All right. Um, I know this sounds like a lot, right? Oh my God, I got to have a plan. I got to have a smart goal. I got to have SWOT analysis. I got to do this. I got to do that. But that's why it is important, but it's important to understand your why, to have like a big, big belief in your vision from the beginning, which is why we spent so much time earlier talking about how do you develop that belief? How does it match up with your values? How does it match up with 
your tradition, your culture, your Watch the earlier episodes this month. All those things are really important because if you don't have that vision clear, you're going to get sidetracked, I promise you. So then you're going to have to exercise discipline. Once you have the vision, you're going to have to make a commitment to stay with it. And you're going to have to add a whole lot of faith, a whole lot of faith. Because speaking from personal experience, it ain't going to go like you think it's going to go all the time. I wish I could sit here and tell you that, but then you wouldn't trust me and I would be lying and I don't want to be. We keep it reals around here. All right. You You have to be willing to take some risks. Oh, my God. Yes. Risks. You got to step out of your comfort zone. You know, you got to face challenges and setbacks head on and find a way to stay focused and motivated. And listen, after the last three years that we've all had, this is a really big challenge. I like to say people think that just because you're outside, you don't still have some PTSD from that pandemic, but you do. So it does require a plan discipline, commitment, and everything. Just to get out the bed every day on what you're trying to do, right? (laughs) All right. One more thing I'm going to talk about is that you really need a very strong work ethic because you're going to be tired. It's not it's not going to be easy. You're going to be tired. If you're not physically tired, you're going to be mentally tired, emotionally drained, emotionally challenged. Some of y'all got kids exhausted. I don't know how. I'm so glad you're grown. I just that's all I want to say. All right. And for all you Beyonce haters, do not come for me. Do You're not, not going to come for us. You're not going to come for us. But if you watch that homecoming video, the making of that whole homecoming, to me, work. that is a master class in work ethic. I mean, it, in my opinion, my humble opinion. I'm not no, it is. We're not going to do a humble opinion. All right. It is. It's a, it's a master class in work ethic. Y'all cannot like it, but it is. Okay. <laughs> so it involves being proactive, having a plan, having a vision. Knowing what you want to look working like, through the obstacles. working through the obstacles, working through the challenges, being accountable. All those people are dependent on you, being accountable for your decisions, what you're thinking about, what you thought of. You can't just be standing in front of people talking about, child, I don't know, maybe don't know. we should. Uh, no, um, at least have a plan. Now, you might need to change it a little bit, but you should at least have it, right? Have a vision. And a strong work ethic in, involves a good degree of humility as far as I'm concerned. Because oh, oh. you have boom, boom, you have to be adaptable and flexible. And if the plan changes or needs to change for some reason, you can't just be stuck in your way saying this is how it has to go because I said so because it, 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 there might be a better way. And that again is why we talked earlier about how do you look at your beliefs? See if it still matches up, if it needs to change, if somebody can provide some feedback Does and help you. Does it still matter? All right, go. So I also want to shout out Hustle, uh, who's on my shirt today, who also had an incredible work ethic. And we're celebrating his transition tomorrow. So listen, with all the things that we were saying uh, about having a plan, having a roadmap and some goals, doing a SWOT analysis, doing all this preparation, having all these things in place, what happens is, hopefully, and we're probably going to go a little over today. I'm just telling you ahead of time. But you want to stick around. I'm telling you, it's jewels. We're giving you jewels and gems, okay? So after a while, after you've done these things, hopefully you'll establish like a rhythm for this, right? You'll learn how to develop goals a little bit more faster. You've had a lot of experience overcoming uh, whatever obstacles have been in your way. You've learned how to develop strategies around that. And they're not going to stop you from achieving your goals. You're like, all right, this happens. I know what to do. And then hopefully you'll start to feel successful. 
right? You'll start to like be like, oh, okay, I'm getting, you know, a hang of this. Now it is very important for you to define success for yourself. It can't just be money. It is money over here and it should be some monies for you. <laughs> but it can't just be money. Like, right? Like hopefully you'll have like better relationships, positive relationships. Hopefully you'll be cultivating good habits, which all this discipline will help you do. And you know, hopefully maintaining a healthy lifestyle we're all about not just physically but mentally body mind spirit yep. so it's great generational wellness baby that's what we do okay but i'm assuming that if you're successful at this you want to continue to be successful at it and how do you continue to be successful at whatever's the working thing, for you yeah, what's working. <laughs> okay so those come down to three three things which i'm going to run through really quick uh consistency systems and motivation. Once again, consistency, systems, and motivation. So consistency can like really not be overstated, okay? Or understated. This is just you taking small steps, baby steps. Whatever it is that you're doing, you just are being consistent in doing it. You keep doing it, whether people are liking it, following it, paying attention to it, you know, are asking you about it or not. You're committed to it. So you just keep doing it consistently. And if you keep doing it consistently, then you'll start to develop a momentum for it. And that'll put you on to some forward progress. And eventually everybody will catch on. Okay. We can't tell you the number of actors who wasn't nobody checking for it. And then all of a sudden we love them because now they've just been putting in the work consistently and now they own TV shows, movies, this, that, and the third. I can name like three people off the top of my head, but I won't shout out to them. Next systems. Systems are super important. You have to be able to track the progress that you're making. You have to be able to have something trackable to say, I did this, 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 and this, and these three or four or five steps, and it worked. And then that also helps if you're eventually going to delegate these tasks, because now you're not doing guesswork about like, did I do this in that work? Or did I do this? You're just, you tracked it. You already have all the systems in place. They're there. They help you sustain your goals. They help you stay focused on your goals. And it helps you create a routine uh, for your processes and procedures. Um, and then it helps you save time and manage your resources and work efficiently and doesn't burn you out, which definitely be happening. Okay. So consistency, <laughs> consistency is the only cheat code. Shout out to Dave Shan, social proof, uh, morning meetup, all that. Okay. Systems, uh, included with systems is like uh, asterisks. Feedback. Feedback is super important. You just don't want to be doing things in a vacuum. So hopefully you have trusted people, members, teams, another person that you can run things by to be like, hey, do you think this is working? Like, what do you think needs to be adjusted? And that stuff is important um, because it allows you to stay accountable, like you personally, and you are accountable to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And it helps you to stay motivated and you have feedback and being focused on your goals. And then uh, the last one is motivation. So motivation comes from, we talked about this in the last episode, but having small wins, whatever them small little things are like, okay, maybe your views is up this week. Like, okay, maybe your comments is up this week. Okay. Maybe a couple people wanted to watch your film or they listen to your song or your downloads is up. You better celebrate that. Get you a little bottle of whatever you drink, drink responsibly. Celebrate however you celebrate, okay, because those wins are going to keep you motivated as time goes on and keep you focused because it feels good. You get your little dopamine hit. You're like, oh, yes, I feel good. Uh, and that's a loop of positive feedback for yourself to encourage yourself. In the Lord. In the Lord. Um, and that, you know, it's working. You're not wasting your time doing this. And staying motivated is also a part of the growth mindset that we talked about also early in this month, because it gives you a level of resilience mentally so that, again, when things be happening, because they going to happen, the thing things is going to be thanking, okay? <laughs> everything is going to break apart all at once. But if you have a growth mindset, <laughs> you got to be talking to everything everywhere all at once. Shout out to uh, Michelle and them. Um, 
And you got to be mentally resilient to be like, okay, look, all this is happening. But despite that, I'm going to keep moving forward to my goals, my visions, my dreams, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to have to adjust this. Okay. That's what we keep saying. You got to remain flexible. You got to remain open. You got to know how to strategize. You got to know how to recognize opportunities when they come to you. You and have to know how to recognize threats when they come to you. That too. And don't that, be thinking that's oh, also I'm a, people. I'm gonna push my way through. I'm gonna do this. Sometimes no. Sometimes it's just like you know what? Let's put this aside. Let's pick up something else. Let's try to go this way. So you be know, mindful. Be mindful. Be willing. Be flexible. Be open to challenges and new experiences. And take your time, you know, implement these things. Y'all going to have to go back and listen to this one and watch it a few times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Believing in your plans, taking action towards your goal is the key to achieving success. success. It's not going ha- not gonna to happen if you don't at least start with your belief, your plans, your actions. All right. Planning provides the foundation, but action provides the momentum. It keeps like, here we go. Or mo minimum, as I used to say on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> R.I.P. John Witherspoon. <laughs> All right. It involves putting in the work, being consistent, and staying motivated. So let's just recap, like, kind of really quickly. Rewind. Get your journal if you have it. Rewind. Sorry. So, first thing is what you believe, you got to take action about. All right. So, believe, we're going to take action. What does that look like? It might mean doing smart goals. It might mean doing a SWOT analysis. It might mean doing both so that at least you come up with a plan. All right. Then now you got the plan. Now you got to believe in the plan. You can't look at the plan every day and go, that ain't going to work or this ain't going to work, whatever. If you made the plan, if you did your due diligence, then you should believe in the plan. Now, then you can build some strong systems to support that, to go along with it. Celebrate your small wins. It's going to help you stay motivated. Get you a victory lap. Trust the process. It's not going to be quick. It's not going to be easy. It is a process. And so that's what you have to like navigate through. All right. Which is why you need your road now. Because when you forget where you're going, you can kind of look like, okay, we we are going over here. And we did make three, these three steps in that direction. So maybe we need to cut a little bit over here, but we're going to make it. All right. Pay attention to your mindset. Right. It's called mindset for a reason, right? If you, if you, you have your mind set <laughs> you have have on the thing, mindset, okay. Right? And so, with that, your strategies, your actions, your right mindset, you'll be able to do anything you put your mind to. I promise you. Now, get out your journals, start planning your goals, taking action towards them today. If you need to figure out how to do a smart goal, how to do a SWOT analysis, everything. Is Google. Everything is on the Google. And remember, it's on the YouTube. Journaling is not soft. I just wanted to reiterate that. (laughs) All right. But yes. All right. We're almost done. We we did go over, but it's the last Thursday. It's the last of Women's History Month. We have a great women story to tell you about. A woman you may never have heard of. I don't know how I never heard of her before today, but (laughs) here we go. So her name is Jackie Orms. And she lived from 1911 to 1985. And she was the first African-American woman cartoonist published in a newspaper. She paved the way for the boondocks. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) So... Born in Monagahela, I think that's how you pronounce that. Anybody from Pennsylvania, if you know, if I'm messing it up, let me know. Uh, On August 1st, 1911. And her birth name was Zelda Jackson. 
Zelda Jackson, and she started drawing caricatures in her high school yearbook. All right. As an adult, the self-taught artist addressed social issues in her work using the funnies to highlight left-wing views on hot-button issues. Oh, she really did. Yeah, such as racial injustice, gender equality, McCarthyism, and how pollution disproportionately affects African-American communities. She was a prophet. Pollution, all right? McCarthyism, that's both. Right? So her work was so unique, and her lead characters were strong, elegant, intelligent, urbane, opinionated, witty, and often leading extremely glamorous and cultured lives. They challenged the derogatory caricatures of Black people, and especially Black women, which usually appeared in the comics at that time. She married a hotel manager, Earl Orms, in 1936, and she got her start as a proofreader at the Pittsburgh Courier, also working as a freelance writer and editor while pushing to publish her illustrations. In 1937, her dream came true. Her comic strip, Torchy Brown in Dixie to Harlem, made its first appearance nationally in the Courier's 15 city editions and in the Chicago Defender, both African-American newspapers. Hello. The comic recounted the teenage Torchy's journey from a childhood in Mississippi Hmm. to a nightclub fame at the Cotton Club in New York City. I want to find these. Everybody's trying to be at the Cotton Club. It was inspired by the great migration of the Black community from the American South and was the first nationally published strip by an African-American woman. Her comic scripts um, pioneered the expression of Afrofuturism, writing and illustrating comic strips to create idealized worlds for Black characters, specifically for Black women and girls, while debunking the racial stereotypes of the Mammy and the Pickney. Okay, she was Janelle Monet before Janelle Monet. Yes, ma'am. All right, Orms created a space for original, carefree, and dynamic Black comic characters and stories with Torchy Brown and Dixie to Harlem, Patty Joe and Ginger, and her final comic strip, Torchy in Heartbeat. I saw Torchy in the Heartbeats. They look, it looked kind of ill. <laughs> like, I was like, ooh. Google's Daily Doodle for September 1st, 2020, honored Jackie Orms, the first professional Black woman cartoonist in the United States to celebrate this by, because it was celebrating the 75th anniversary of the longest running comic strip she had, Patty Joe and Ginger. That was first published on September 1st in 1945. This black one was really breaking down barriers. The single panel cartoon, which featured the precocious insight of two young sisters, ran for 11 years and inspired a toy doll named Patty Joe from the Terry Lee Company that challenged common racial stereotypes. Y'all should Google a picture of this Patty Joe doll. Her eyebrows were everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll put it on the ground. We'll listen, put it on our y- y- Her eyebrows were everything. The doodle was created by Liz Montague, who is another Black woman, Arthur illustrator oh, sure. and okay. cartoonist, whose work focuses also on the intersection of self and social awareness. And that was all. She was very much inspired by Miss Orms. Miss Orms published cartoons from 1937 until retiring in 1956. She died in 1985 and was Mm. posthumously inducted into the National Association of Black Journalists Hall of Fame in 2014. Okay. Her life and career were the subject of the 2008 book by Nancy Goldstein called Jackie Orms, the first African-American woman cartoonist. Okay. Well, shoot. I got hand claps. Okay. Standing ovation. Yeah, man. Y'all got to go ahead. I love that that story. Yeah. Y'all got to go ahead and get that book. And um, 
Just Google Jackie Orms, man. Find out more information. There's so much we don't know. Was I the only one mad watching Hidden Figures? This was like a Hidden Figure situation to me. A like, definitely. Why, why we ain't know? Where is this woman's biopic? Okay. Um. Anyway, listen. Tell us in the comments what are some of your favorite black cartoonists or black cartoons. Um. Just share it with us in the comments, and you can still highlight incredible uh women that you know from history or in your regular life women's history month i've said it a bunch of times i love the boondocks um the strip and the show uh so with that we've been before you a little long but it's okay oh if you want to find more about jackie um visit uh the national museum of african-americans history cultural center it's a lot of words. History and culture, I think. Okay, all right. I haven't been. It's the African American Museum in DC, but I think this the IG. So check her out and get you some learning in. Okay. But anyway, we've been before you a little bit longer. But again, these women's history profiles have made us run long, but I think they're super important. <laughs> we've learned so much. Okay. Right. Um, so again, I always ask you at this time. Have you subscribed to the YouTube channel? Are you following us on IG? Have you liked us on Facebook? But if you don't, we're still going to be here. Yeah, that's we're going to be consistent. And we have a We're going to be consistent. And we believe we have gonna help vision. Somebody. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be motivated. Every episode is a small win yes. for us in our life. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, if you're listening to this somewhere, give us a review. You know what I mean? That's the that's the rating system in the podcast. And the Listen. feedback loop. And the feet and the feedback loop. If y'all like, I want something changed, or why don't y'all talk about this? We not gonna know if people tell us. Anyway, so y'all have a lovely, wonderful evening, and we'll see you next week. Cause we gonna be here. Consistency is only Chico. Good night. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Love you.